0: I really don't like that it's a sweatbox in here, buddy. I'd rather broadcast from outside.
1: What, you want to go play outside today?
0: Yeah, I do. It's really nice out. I won't allow it. Fair enough.
1: All right, let's start the show.
0: Let's do it.
1: Another edition of the show that 2020 deserves. This is my co-host, Hot c -C -C carla is happening, Vinnie Paulino? Well, this is our very first episode with our new voting system. Yes. Which was basically just vote on fucking Twitter.
0: Yeah, how did that work
1: out? Really great, great, actually.
0: Okay. (laughs) Oh, shit. I don't like the sound of that. Really great. Uh, Let's see. Vinnie has 55% of the vote. Really.
1: Oh, yeah, buddy. Super King. Uh-oh, I won.
0: Uh-oh. retard alert. Retard <laughs> alert, class. <laughs> All right,
1: so... Uh, I deserve that.
0: So we had fewer votes than usual, so we're assuming that this wasn't a bot farm attack that... Uh, well, we actually got
1: some emails from people who were like, I refuse to have a Twitter account. Yes. Like our buddy Cam emailed me, yeah. and uh, I really appreciated you emailing me, Cam, because he specifically said... Uh, I refused to vote, but I would have voted for Carl. So <laughs> fuck. good job, Cam. Appreciate oh, it. God damn it. So yeah, I guess the creepiest Democrat was uh tickle fighting our, uh, our former Massa? congressman, Eric Massa. Yeah. Yeah. That's a pretty good one. It was a good one. I'll give it to you. So what, what does
0: that mean? You're up one nothing now?
1: I'm up one nothing. Are we still
0: going to show the score on our website?
1: We are. We are. <laughs> that hasn't
0: been compromised?
1: No, the score has not been compromised. So this week, our theme is very simple. It is Creepiest Republican.
0: That's right. Uh, in um, celebration of the Republican National Convention that just took place this past week. What
1: a lovely time it was for everybody involved, eh?
0: You thought the fireworks were over. They're just starting. We got a, uh, a battle today for you. You have to figure out who is the creepiest Republican. Vinny's going to make his argument, and then I will
1: make my argument.
0: Then you can vote on our Twitter, at Pod.
1: That's the contest, baby. Determine the winner. So, I am ready to begin. Would you ring that bell for me? Oh,
0: right. I ring the bell. Let's get this round started.
1: Today, my nomination for Creepiest Republican is a gentleman by the name of good old Dennis Haster. His friends call him Denny. You know Denny Hassert, Carl? Yeah, that sounds familiar. I don't know the story, I don't think. Well, let me tell you a little bit about the man. Uh, just a brief history. Yeah. Uh, he had his uh, master's in science from Northern Illinois University in 1967. Mm-hmm. He, at that, during that time, he joined the faculty at Yorkville High School, working as a teacher and as a wrestling and football coach. He won a national championship in wrestling in 1976. He was a Republican uh, who ended up being elected to Congress in 1987,
0: so he's a wrestling coach. This could be another tickle fight guy. Are you only bringing tickle fight
1: guys to the show now? Not quite. Okay. Well, he served in Congress from 1987 to 2007, and during that time, he went from simple congressman to longest-termed GOP Speaker of the House ever. Okay. He was the Speaker of the House from 1999 to 2007.
0: Now I feel embarrassed that I didn't. Know yeah, you're
1: name. a dumb dumb. <laughs> he popularized the term. Uh, And the new rule of the time, the majority of the majority, commonly called the Hassert rule, which only allowed a floor vote on a bill if the majority within the majority party approved it. So talk about a piece of shit fucking gridlocking Congress. Already fuck you, Dennis Hassert. And I haven't even gotten to what you really did wrong.
0: Wait, why would that gridlock Congress? The majority of the majority has to vote for something.
1: Before, they could, before the House can vote on it. So the party has to agree on it before anything else.
0: Oh, I see. So you wouldn't even vote on anything that the minority had introduced. Correct. Okay. Got Correct.
1: You. It's basically a really shitty rule. Yeah. The right loved him. He was W's boy. Uh, in 2006, though, he ran into a little bit of a problem because he faced criticism for his handling of a, uh, a terrible scandal that involved congressman from Florida, Mark Foley. Mark Foley resigned after it was revealed that he had sent sexually graphic messages to teenage pages. Yeah. Now you know about Mark Foley, do, right? Yeah. For those of you who don't know, here is a clip of uh, one of the transcripts of Mark Foley talking to a 16-year-old page as read by Carl's friend Anthony Cumia and little Jimmy Norton. <laughs> All right. 8.03 and 47 seconds p.m. I ask, what are you wearing? That's the first thing, right? That's it. <laughs> what are you wearing? Normal clothes? T
2: shirts and shorts?
1: Love to slip them off you. In your shorts and polo shirt?
2: No. Athletic shorts and t shirt. Had soccer practice today. Mmm, nice. <laughs> <laughs> Jock strap, too? Not in <laughs> soccer.
0: <laughs>
1: Jimmy likes to emphasize LOLs when somebody writes LOL. Yeah,
2: what you wear then? Just our boxers and shorts. Good. <laughs>
1: Shows your package then?
2: Yeah. Oh, gosh. Slow things down a little. I'm still young. Like under 18. Don't want to do anything illegal. I'm not 18 till Feb 23. I know. Nothing Ooh, will happen. My. Just dreaming. You're, you're horny though. <laughs> well, yeah, a bit. But I'm still a virgin. You're in your boxers too? Nope. Just got
1: home. We'll strip down and get relaxed.
2: Now, how and
1: does And he... me... Okay. <laughs> So this was happening under Dennis Hassert's watch as Speaker of the House. But
0: why did you pick Mark Foley? That's the creep. What's Because Dennis here? Hassert
1: could have stopped all this, and he did nothing. He was um, warned multiple like the, times. This
0: is like the Joe Paterno argument. The,
1: oh, we're not done, Carl. Just sit right. sit right back, and you're going to hear a tale.
0: Um, <laughs> all right, I'll listen.
1: Okay. Now, for those of you who don't know what the page program is, just out a side note, I almost did pick Mark Foley. I was very close, because the page program is the creep craziest fucking thing i have ever heard about do you know about what this is carl i
0: i am familiar okay
1: so in congress two young kids teenagers from each state are made congressional pages which means they live in the Capitol, they are away from home and their only job is to do whatever congress people tell them to do so if you don't think that's a recipe for fucking disaster, we learned about this with Mark Foley. So
0: they're like, uh, this Ultra Boy program is too dangerous. Let's let's have our son be a page. The instead. Ultra
1: Boy, yeah, exactly. The <laughs> Ultra Boys at least got to go fucking home. Yeah, right. These kids are just fucking getting texts from creepy congressmen. So, long story short, he ignored repeated warnings about Foley, and a lot of people blame the Foley situation as to why the Republicans lost the majority in Congress. And a year later, Denny resigned. Now. In itself, you know, there's definitely some negligence there. The guy was a teacher. He should be out there protecting kids. Well, fact of the matter is, he looked at that Mark Foley situation and went like, that's nothing. Hold my beer. Because a few years years later, after he retired, eight years later to be exact, uh, all of a sudden, the FBI was investigating Denny Hassert. Why, Carl? Why, Vinny? Here's why. Denny Hasterd, the retired Illinois congressman, was the longest-serving GOP speaker of the House. Today, he's the subject of a two-count indictment that shocked the political world on Thursday. The first count alleges he structured bank withdrawals to avoid bank tripwires required to report large cash withdrawals. The indictment says that Hasterd was incrementally paying $3.5 million to an unknown individual for, quote, past misconduct. Pastor is also charged with lying to FBI agents when asked about why he withdrew that money. This is a slow burn. I understand, guys. We've already mentioned one pedophile, and you still think this is a slow burn. This is called the creep-on. It's about being creepy, right. not corrupt. Well, what was he pulling out this money for, and why was he trying to keep it a secret? Let's find so, out. So, like, under $10,000, you, you don't have to. nothing gets reported to the FBI. Over $10,000, it does. So he was pulling out this much money. Guess what? The FBI still investigates you. And then he lied. And some things started to come out.
0: Wait a second. There's a politician who's corrupt and lying? I can't believe this is true.
1: And it started becoming public as to why uh, he was paying this $3.5 million. It turns out that Denny Hassert was a serial pedophile, Carl. The longest termed GOP Speaker of the House was a serial pedophile. Pedophile.
0: Okay, I think you could say he's a serial child rapist, but a pedophile is just a pedophile. Okay. You can't be a serial pedophile. I'm a serial heterosexual, all right? It's
3: crazy.
1: Here, all my life. Here, here's just some information about what started coming out, okay? Yep.
3: Victim, Scott Cross, who is now 53, tearfully recalled a lifelong trauma from being abused by his coach at the age of 17. It was my darkest secret, he said. I was devastated.
1: Again,
0: yeah. 17, legal in New York State.
1: Okay. Just throwing it out there. Well, here's another story. This young man. Don't ask me why I know that. Was the equipment manager for the wrestling team. Okay. Who worked for Denny Hassard, was with Dennis Hassard for four years. This is how Dennis Hassard signed his yearbook.
2: Tonight, one of Hassard's alleged victims identified this young man, Steve Reinbolt, the student manager for Hassard's high school wrestling team, who Hassard called in this 1970 yearbook inscription his great right hand man.
1: Oh, nothing? Okay. Well, it (laughs) turns out that Reinhold was gay. He was a homosexual. (laughs) Yeah. Uh,
2: and he came out to his sister and he told her this. sister Jolene says her late brother revealed what she called the dark secret of abuse when he told her he was gay. I asked him, Stevie, when was your first same-sex experience? I mean, he just looked at me and said, it was with Dennis Astard. And I just, I, I know I was stunned. I said, why didn't you ever tell anybody, Stevie? I mean, he was your teacher. Why didn't you ever tell anybody? And he just looked at me and said, who is ever going to believe me?
0: Manny, quick comment. Yeah. Do you know how many gay guys lose their virginity to their wrestling coach? All of them. <laughs> Every gay guy I <laughs> went to high school with lost his virginity to our wrestling uh, coach. Even the ones in the glee club? <laughs> Especially the ones <laughs> in the glee club. Okay. I'm not even in wrestling. What are we doing? <laughs>
1: All right. Well, All right. I'll tell you what's, one thing that's really ballsy. Here's a creepy thing that happened. Yeah. When Reinbolt died of AIDS in 1995, Ooh. and a certain person decided to go to the funeral.
0: Well, they were, he was his right-hand man.
2: Yeah. Steve died of AIDS in 1995. His sister says she confronted then-Congressman Hazard when he showed up unexpectedly at the funeral home. He just stood there and stared at me, and then I just continued to say, um... I want you to know that your secret didn't die in there with my brother. Uh-oh. And I want you to remember that I'm out here and that I know.
1: Uh,
0: bitches always got to be making a scene.
1: Oh, yeah. Your brother
0: just died. Leave it alone. She's fucking
1: making a scene at the wake. Come on. So she says that there was a lot of opportunity for them to be alone together. And they basically kind of had a relationship for four years of this kid's high school. Yeah. So we're talking 14 to 18. There was like a, They were like serial dating.
0: <laughs> That's how that works, but it, was actually, it actually sounds like a, a nice, cute relationship that they have.
1: Well, Here's the thing. More as this trial goes on, yeah. uh, more people started having recollections Wait, as to. Wait, trial? What, what well, we talk? What trial? He's on trial for this, pulling this money out and lying to the oh, FBI. Oh, shit.
0: I'm so lost. This story is so convoluted. <laughs> okay. So the he's FBI indicted. I FBI thing. Yeah, he's right.
1: indicted, indicted for this. <laughs> yeah. And he claims that he's being blackmailed as to why he did this. Okay. So that's his defense because the statute of limitations was done. At the time of him being accused of all this. So the sister's a millionaire? Is that what you're telling me? The sister isn't (laughs) the one who blackmailed. Oh, okay. Okay. But we'll get to that more in a second. So during this whole trial, all these people are coming out and saying, yes, he was a pedophile. And a certain detail about Dennis Hassert's conduct as the coach of the wrestling team came out from a very unlikely source.
3: Comedian Andy Richter, who attended the Illinois School where former U.S. House Speaker Dennis Hastert coached wrestling decades ago, said a detail in court documents about the politician's alleged sexual abuse of at least four male students jogged a memory for him. Richter said for the first time in 30 years, he thought about the lazy boy type chair where prosecutors said Hastert would sit and watch as boys showered in the locker room.
1: (laughs) He
0: had a lazy boy boy (laughs) in the fucking boy's shower, Carl. By the way, not often do you have like cloth recliners in a shower. No! Not
1: a great chair for that. And this fucking... If you saw what Dennis Hasser looked like, people, he looked like... You ever see a sausage that goes bad and they start getting lumpy? Yeah. He has the... Literally, he looks like he's got a white old man wig on and just a sausage face he is disgusting same hue as a hot dog and everything so andy richter says yeah it's true he had a shower recliner so that's creepy well things happen in court and his defense was that he was being blackmailed so he admitted that he did this
3: Withered and wheelchair-bound, former Speaker of the House Dennis Hastert came to federal court for a public shaming he brought on himself. In the courtroom, Hastert finally admitted he had molested boys on the Yorkville High School wrestling team he coached decades ago. What I did was wrong, he said, and I regret it. Judge Thomas Durkin suggested that was not enough.
1: You don't say. <laughs> yeah. So he goes to court and he admits it. And he says his defense is that he was being blackmailed. Here's what the judge thought of
3: that. Hastert lied again when he said individual A was blackmailing him, Tape. a claim the judge called an unconscionable attempt to victimize a victim one more time.
1: Yeah. So he made an agreement. He had like a hush deal. And it wasn't blackmail. He made a full agreement with this guy. And then yeah. he decided to characterize it as a blackmail to defend himself lying to the FBI. That's, no, not that's really. That's why
0: you're such a good politician. No. That's a good move right there. No, that's
1: it's how you not. Do that. It's not. When you're trying to get away with
0: things that you did that were wrong and will get you in trouble, you lie and cheat. That's
1: what you do. This I, guy seems like he was pretty good at it. All right. Well... He was, in the long run, this is what ended up happening.
3: Nothing is more stunning than having serial child molester and Speaker of the House in the same sentence, the judge said.
1: And then he gave him three times what the prosecutors recommended for the crime. He ended up spending 15 months in prison.
0: Time out! All right. Maybe I'm not following this story because you're very boring, but let me ask this. Was there more than (laughs) one child that he had sex with? Four. There were four children. Yes. And they're all. That we know about. And and what ages were they? All young teens. They're all in high school, right? Yeah.
1: All right. Yep. So we don't know. Good for him, man. He was getting some young ass. Don't we all want a little young ass? 15 months he spent in prison for banking fraud. Banking fraud is what brought this creep down. He would have gotten away with it if it wasn't for those meddling (laughs) kids. Now, uh, we don't know exactly what he did to these boys, Carl, but I did find this clip. Uh, that ki- that gives me kind of a clue as to what he was up to. Okay. This is him being interviewed for his book that came out in 2004, Speaker.
3: Denny Hastert, author of Speaker. What's the Granby role? Granby role is a move in wrestling that you can score from the bottom. <laughs> 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 nice.
1: That's what Mr. Denny Hastert was up to, molesting children during his job. Then he ran for Congress and became third in line to the presidency. Yep. That's it. That's a creep, baby. I got a new nickname for you. Yeah. Tickle
0: Fight Vinny. All right, people, if you want to go for Tickle tickle Fight Vinny, go for it. But I brought a real creep this week. No, did he molest any kids? I brought a creep that didn't have tickle fights in wrestling class. A guy who's an actual creep. His name is Larry Craig. He's a senator from Idaho, and he's well-known now as Wide Stance Larry Craig. And I think you know this story,
1: Vinny. Oh, I do. I also know that my story is way creepier. Larry
0: Craig is a gay man who denies it. He was in a bathroom stall in a Minnesota airport
1: when... He- I will say that there is something very creepy. Can yeah. I just... I will agree with yeah. you. There is something very creepy about the closeted gay men who are adamantly in denial.
0: With with wives and families and Republicans who are voting on legislation that doesn't help out. Well, there's plenty LGBT of gay people. Republicans
1: that used to have, they call them the Log Cabin Republicans.
0: Correct. And actually, Patrick Salmon, president of the Log Cabin Republicans, issued a statement condemning the senator's actions. So even the Log Cabin Republicans are not with this guy. Okay. So basically what he did was he was trying to get sex from a dude in a bathroom stall in an airport, and the dude happened to be an undercover cop.
1: So he was busted for Could that. You, what fucking airport has to have an undercover cop? <laughs>
0: I know, it's insane. In the
1: bathroom. There's so much hanky-panky going on. They're like, we got to shut this down. Like if you told me a TSA guy went in there to take a leak, and he was just like at work, and he's like, what the fuck is this guy doing? And he, get, and he calls security. Dude, but this, he was an undercover whole, cop. This is
0: the whole operation. That you had a cop in the stall. And then you had another officer outside of the bathroom who could then pick up the perp as he was leaving. Like, this was like to catch a Predator-style uh,
1: setup going on. It was crazy. What, did they have, like a signal to each other?
0: Um, I don't know. Like maybe. the cop inside,
1: there. he's like, he's on the walkie <laughs> going, all right, I'm stroking his cock. Be ready to grab him when he comes out. <laughs> he's going to Oh, don't isolate that. <laughs> he's he's going to finish in three, two. Let's see that dick. Swarm! Swarm! <laughs> <laughs>
0: Um, If you edit that out in post, I'll be so pissed off, by the way.
1: I still love you. Uh,
0: All right. So here's a quick recap from Air America when this happened back in 2007. And this will give you a quick update on what we're talking about. This is the senator we told you about yesterday from Idaho. Republican conservative family values. Larry Craig fought against every piece of gay rights legislation he's ever seen in Idaho and in the United States Senate. Caught plate.
3: Caught playing footsie's with a undercover cop at an airport in Minnesota. Apparently, this is how it goes: tap tap. The other guy goes tap tap, and then he
1: reaches over for the footsie, and then he reaches underneath the stall with his hand. And before
0: that, but this is interesting as well. He apparently peered into the stall for two minutes, according to the undercover officer. This two two minutes? minutes. This is what's weird about this, Benny. What are the chances that a the guy is gay? that you're trying to hook up with in the bathroom, and B, that he's attracted to you. You're an old creepy man. Like, what are the chances of this actually working out? This guy's staring in the little seam where they can see the person shitting for two minutes. Finally, the person next to them gets out of their stall, so he goes in, starts tapping his foot on the ground. This is... All of America learned about this behavior. No, no one even knew about this until this came out. That's
1: really... Apparently, okay. this is a thing. There's code. There's code that gay men do. In but order wait to a second. Fuck people in the bathroom. is like... So you're saying that they they tap feet under the stall, and then the other guy is like, f- rubs his foot against the other foot, and yes. then the hand comes under. Yes. Like, how are they gonna fuck between the stalls? Like, what do they do?
0: Well, the other thing that they do is, and this is code also, you take your luggage and you press it up against the stall door in front of you, and that's also to block so that people can't peer in and see what's going on. So I assume that once you've made these hand gestures and you both agree, because you do play a little footsie and stuff. I assume that once that happens, that then one of you goes into the other stall and you get it on, which is a very sexy place to have gay sex, by the
1: way. Airport bathrooms. Airport bathroom. Yeah, nothing. No wonder they all smell so bad. So,
0: it's not two just people in a stall that seat, fucking. People. It's not just
1: That's not conspicuous.
0: So, what's funny is, this guy puts his hand underneath the stall to gesture like, hey, come over here. And the undercover takes his badge and puts it underneath the stall. <laughs> To Larry Craig. All right. So Larry leaves and uh, is questioned by police. I'm a
1: senator. Oh, I'm he, a senator! oh you de-
0: pulled that card right away. Oh God, yeah. This is the actual interview we had with police officers right after this incident went down.
1: there has been a big misunderstanding here. Yeah, yeah. We did that whole thing for your benefit. We knew you were eavesdropping. That's why my friend said all that. It was on purpose. We're not gay not that there's anything wrong with that
2: no of course not
3: i mean it's fine if that's who you are
1: absolutely i mean i have many gay friends my
0: father's gay so he insists that he's not gay but he pleads guilty because he wants it to go away without anyone finding out Mm -hmm. so he pays the fine pleads guilty the idaho statesman finds out
1: about it publishes all of this well because it's a public record Yes. When you plead guilty, it's not like you're going to hide it.
0: Right. That was the dumbest thing he could have done. He didn't tell anyone. He didn't tell him his friends or family. He just pretended, just hoping it would go away. Well,
1: you, really, in that particular case, what is the smart move? Because you're damned if you do, and you're damned if you don't. So maybe don't try to fuck strangers in bathrooms? You plead not guilty. The smart move is you say, I don't know what this asshole's talking
0: about. I was not trying to fuck anybody in a bathroom. And you plead not guilty. Yeah. Instead, he made the mistake of pleading guilty Makes it seem like maybe he's guilty. Well, what I'm saying is if
1: he says I'm not guilty, it's all going to make the papers.
0: Well, it's going to do it either way. So he had to have a press conference. And of course, yeah, at, the, yep. at the press conference, he declares this. Let me be clear I am not gay. I never have been gay, said the gay man. <laughs> I've never have been gay. That's how you know that somebody's lying. Listen, it's not that, I, it's not that I'm only gay on weekends. I'm never gay. I, I swear to you. I hate flowers. <laughs> At the, I hate gourmet food. At the beginning of this press conference, Benny, he actually thanks the press for doing something that he's not able to do. Thank you all very much uh, for coming out today. <laughs> all right, that, that was just a little bit of fun. I will not be. So he ended up changing his plea because he didn't want to be found out that he was gay. So he changes his plea and holds up the court system. They have to go back and forth. Eventually he is convicted of this crime of trying to solicit sex in the bathroom. When it's all said and done, $213,000 in legal fees and public relation fees were used from campaign funds. Now, this is really the problem here, right? Because if you're going to try to have sex with some dude in the bathroom, you don't want it to cost taxpayers a quarter of a million dollars. Well, it's not
1: taxpayers at that point. Well, from right, the campaign, campaign fees, funds. it's coming from fucking Marx Donors. Or, yeah. yeah.
0: That's a good point, Vinny. You're right. So, in 2012... Damn right, I am. In 2012, there was an FEC lawsuit regarding these campaign funds. In March of 2013, the court found the defense unqualified... He appealed the ruling, and finally, in 2016, the court of appeals upheld the ruling and ordered Craig to pay 242 thousand dollars to the U.S. Treasury. In December of 2007, after the story came out that he was trying to get it on with this undercover cop, eight, he's like, "You can have your money, but I hide it in my butt." Eight gay men came forward to the Idaho Statesman newspaper, alleging either sexual encounters with Craig or attempts by Craig to engage in sexual encounters. Four of the men gave the newspaper graphic recorded details of their alleged sexual encounters. So this is a Salacious. gay man. This is a gay man. Uh, the Republicans wanted him to resign after this happened. He refused. He stayed in the Senate and then didn't run for re-election. And now he's a lobbyist who's still out in Washington, probably fucking other men in, in uh, restrooms. You're kidding me. I kid you not. He's he's still going strong. So Still out there. Okay. And um, of course... If you remember this time, this was all the rage. This was the biggest scandal. Everyone was talking about it. And all the uh, morning zoo shows had all of their song parodies. This is uh, a song that comes from, what's the guy's name? Robert Lund from the CD Politicked Off. Get it? This guy's Politicked Off.
1: Save it for Politopod.
0: All right, here we go.
3: Concourse B, Concourse D, Concourse S and M. I like the airport men's room, cause they frequently have men. One guy sat beside me
0: and tapped my one-inch wall. We made a tight connection in that tight airport stall. Weeks go by and there's my bathroom boyfriend on C-SPAN.
3: Ironic, he's Republican. That ends with public can. I flush to score, My hotspot is whole floor. my men's room dates a senator men's room dates a senator my job's hardcore his policy is open door my men's
0: room dates a senator my men's room dates a senator by robert lund okay. last thing i want to point out this bathroom became famous people were actually seeking it out because they wanted to see where this incident occurred. It has been demolished. They had to destroy the bathroom because it was such a distraction in the air part. This guy has caused so much damage and fall from just trying to get his dick sucked.
1: It's really unbelievable when you think about yeah, it. Yeah, did, uh, let me ask you this question. When he was, uh, in the bathroom, yeah, did he, uh, pull up a lazy boy to the showers? <laughs>
0: You always do this. You always want to bring it back
1: to your... Well, I'm just saying, my guy sat there. He might as well have popped fucking popcorn and just enjoyed a show every day. Larry Craig, wide stance Larry Craig,
0: gay... Oh, that was his excuse on why he tapped the guy's foot. I'm sorry. I skipped right past that. When they asked him, why were you playing footsie? He's like, oh, when I, when I sit down to shit, I have a very wide stance.
1: So uh, he became known as White Sands Larry Cohen. I forgot to mention also a fact in my story. Yeah, uh, person it. A, the one who was actually had the settlement with Denny Hasser, was uh, 14 years old at the time oh, okay. of uh, having sex with the human Vienna sausage.
0: So you need to strike that from the record. It does not count. Vinny, your time was up. You ha- you cannot make more arguments after you're done with your argument. I don't want anyone to consider that information when voting
1: at Creep-off so, Pod. So I just want to make sure I understand this. Larry Craig, wide stance Larry, is the creepiest because he was a closeted gay man who sought out sex with other closeted gay men. Correct. Hmm. Nailed it. Hmm. All right, Vinny. As opposed to a man who was third in line to the presidency fucking children during his professional career before Congress?
0: He was a wrestling coach! What did you think that story was going to be? Who didn't think he was fucking children? Is anyone that passionate about wrestling? I'm not talking about the type of wrestling that you're passionate about, Vinny. I'm talking about- Have you seen my t-shirt collection, <laughs> yeah, Carl? You're very passionate about wrestling. Hey, so I have some questions for you, too, after this. Now that I think about it.
1: Do we get any voicemails or any uh, notes coming through? We only through? got one this week. I'm a little depressed about it. Okay. And uh, last week, those of you who watched live on YouTube heard a call from Prep Boy Rick that I totally cut out of the uh, final version of the show. Why was that? Because it was terrible, and it was stupid, and we yelled at him and oh. admonished him. Oh, okay. But uh, he called in this week to apologize to us which I think was probably the right move. Good. Hey, Carl. Hey, Vinny. Um, I just wanted to say that I fully understand banning me from calling into the show. No don't have don't. A problem with it. That's <laughs> that's Clearly he doesn't. What you guys going to do. That's
3: okay. Blocking me on all social media was a little bit weird. IP banning me from the website was also a little <laughs> bit weird, but that's what you're going to do. That's what you guys are going to do. You got a tight chip to run. I don't have a problem with that. Insert a accidental pro wrestling reference right here. That makes Vinny want to kill me. Um, that's all I really got. I'm still or gonna listen to the show because you guys are fun and funny, and I really appreciate what you guys do. So, uh, take care,
1: love, comma sincerely, comma Prep Boy Rick. PBR, thanks, buddy. Thanks, PBR. Well, uh, sorry, I IP blocked you. I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you, man. Good job. You kept that under 45 seconds. Thank you. That, that, that was our that was our one call. Benny, okay. I
0: have a, I have a call that came in too. Okay, later. I going to play for you, so. We did Two Bears, One Cave
1: on Who Are These Podcasts recently. Mm-hmm. That's uh, Tom Segura and Burt Kreischer. If I recall, you asked me to do that show. I
0: wasn't going to say that, but you did.
1: Yeah, and I said, no, thank you. you didn't,
0: I'm in conversations other with other comedians who are going to be coming on the WTP soon, uh-huh. and they do all say the same thing. Can we please not review a comedian's podcast? So I understand. I get it. Yeah. Now, what's interesting, though, is that there's some jag off in the control room who's laughing hysterically at everything Burt Kreischer says. Bert Kreischer's chewing peanut butter, and the guy's laughing hysterically. I didn't realize that you had a connection to this person. Maybe you did. Hey, Carl. Just wanted to let you know that that producer guy that keeps laughing in the background of Two Bears, One Cave is Josh Potter.
1: Oh, Jesus. So I'm sure Vinny will get a kick out of that. Uh, call oh, me gosh. back, I guess.
0: Did you know that? I didn't know that was a, a Buffalo guy. Yeah. Your buddy Josh Potter.
1: Can't use the term buddy. Wow. Can't that, use the term buddy. That
0: guy is ruining the show on his own by laughing at everything Burt says. He was
1: a uh, stunt boy for a radio show in Buffalo, yeah. Shredding Reagan for forever.
0: It makes sense that he's a stunt boy because it was obviously all hammed up and fake and not real in any single way. Yeah. Well, all right. there you go. thought you'd enjoy that. I. Ugh. Too bad we didn't do that show together. It would have been fun for you.
1: If I had known it was him, I might
0: have. Yeah, I know. He it's hates like my guts, that kid. Yeah, well, also, you probably call him out for being uh a no-talent loser, I would imagine.
1: <laughs> ah,
0: It's for me to know. <laughs> okay. All right, Vinny, does that mean we're, we're heading into the scum parade? Fuck
1: yeah, Carl. All right, let's do
3: well, it. Well,
2: in the middle of the night and the early morning light, you can see these are creeps from miles away. They'll be banging their kids
0: and banging siblings, driving up a Christmas. a lazy boy requiring they had in the in the showers yes all
1: right let's go where are we going put his feet up where are we going popcorn to cover his boner o'brien you missed a spot <laughs> you know people aren't gonna be cheating for me but hey you I was reynolds go help o'brien <laughs> you missed a spot Oh man! Uh, from the comfort of his lazy boy All right. Now, uh, ladies and gentlemen, we are going to start the Scum Parade down in Latana, Florida, where Haley Zager, 30 years old, was arrested Saturday night after an incident on the go-track cart at a place that Carl and I would feel right at home, a place called Boomers. (laughs) Yep. Uh, According to an arrest report, Zager told police she was stopped at the end of the track when 11-year-old rear-ended her at full speed, which is what you do in fucking bumper cars. Am I wrong, Carl? This is not bumper cars. This is a go-kart track. Well, <laughs> I probably would have gotten a lot of trouble at this place.
0: <laughs> yeah, right. How many times did we, we tell you? You're,
1: you're doing this wrong. Bumper carts. I know how this game goes. <laughs> Zager said the boy would not apologize. So she, quote, tapped him on the face. Well, yeah. witnesses disagree. Right. They said she slapped the black child and called him a racial slur. Zager immediately said that she shouldn't have hit the child. A boomer's employee told the police that Zager, who was white, said that expletive expletive i don't know which one which word she used but i, I guess had started with an n
0: i i hate when they do this i need additional information here if you're just gonna put that she said that expletive expletive hit me in the back i'm gonna come up with my own expletive expletive and it's probably gonna be way worse than what she said
1: Yeah, exactly correct right I'm guessing there was a C word and an N word.
0: Dude, don't make me fill in the blanks.
1: Another, that's going to be a problem. <laughs> that's the name of this episode. Don't make me fill in the blanks. <laughs> that's going
0: to be a problem, my uh, friends.
1: Another boy claimed it, was the chi- it wasn't It was the child's fault. Another car had caused a chain reaction crash that sent his car into Zegers. Uh Police said that the boy, who was not identified, had swelling on his left cheek and was treated with an ice pack. Zager was charged with child abuse and jailed. The charge was upgraded to second-degree felony due to the na- racist nature of the alleged incident. Zager is also charged with four counts of drug possession counts after finding prescription pills in her pocket. So the
0: charges were enhanced because of the word she used. Correct. People, think it, don't say it. I don't know how many times I have to tell you this. This should be a bumper sticker. Think it, don't say it. Thecreepoff.com. By the way, when um, when asked for comment on this, Kimberly Ray said that it was justified. <laughs> <laughs> she said it was ju- justified because he was, kid, acting kid was acting Edwardy. He was very Edwardy. <laughs> I didn't have to get to the fun side on that one. he already do it.
1: Oh God damn it! All right, good job, Carl. All right, you busted me. Gotcha, Cheryl Lavoy oh. and her son. Oh
2: boy!
1: Yeah, <laughs> we're going into our next creep. And wow, yeah, it's not every day that you read a story like this, is it, Carl? Carl had to take his glasses I- off. I had to.
0: I had to show my wife this story. I'm like, look at what Vinnie's making me do on the creep <laughs> off today.
1: Cheryl Lavoy and her son Tony are facing criminal charges after they were allegedly caught having sex on the couch in their Massachusetts home. You heard that right. Yep. Cheryl and her son Tony, according to a police worse. report, during police questioning, the voice reportedly admitted to the consensual sexual encounter, with both claiming it was their first time together. <laughs> Whatever. <heard. laughs> yeah. No, exactly. Who cares? I. I this is the first time I fucked my mom. I don't know that she likes it if you nibble on her right earlobe. <laughs> oh, God. You're getting to the most disturbing part coming up here. I don't want to talk about it. I made a state a mistake, and I'm embarrassed enough as it is, Tony Lavoy told police. Yes, we did have sex. It just happened, he added. When asked how it, quote, just happened, Lavoy said he was playing a video game in the living room. <laughs> but he and his mother just started to kiss and have sex. <laughs> Dude, the most disturbing part.
0: Is that it started with a makeout sex session with his with his mom? Okay, wait. That's the second most disturbing part. This woman was sixty-four years old. He he made out with his sixty. That's worse than fucking your sixty-four-year-old mom, isn't it? Making out with her.
1: Well, let me tell you what Cheryl had to say. She said, "I was quote on top of my son on the couch when they were quote caught by Tony's wife." Y'all oh, boy. By the way, I feel like. Every wife has to compete with the
0: mother-in-law to some degree. Like, I'm sorry, I'm not your mom. This woman has it way worse. Yeah, she sucks
1: my dick way better than <laughs> yeah, you.
0: She always grabs the balls. What's wrong with you?
1: Yeah. Do you think your mom never taught you about pegging?
0: <laughs> um, actually, when
1: reached for a comment, Tony's wife said this.
0: You're not my fucking mother.
1: Oh, God. Uh, Cheryl explained that myself and my son have gotten a lot closer over the last few months. And uh, we just had sex after we were kissing. As she had removed her own clothes, she replied, no, we took each other's clothes off. Oh, God. According to one patrolman, Tony Lavoie did not appear nervous or upset about having sex with his mother. It appeared to be that Tony was more embarrassed about getting caught by his, by his wife. The Lavoies, each of whom is free on personal, recognized bond, face a maximum of 20 years in jail if convicted of incest. Um, I don't know if you uh, saw this in the story, but apparently
0: when Tony was growing up, Cheryl used to sing this song to him all the time.
2: Will you still need me? Will you still f*** me when I'm 64? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Way to go, Carl. Way yeah, to that's go. Uh, Too bad in Ohio. We're going to go to our next story. Uh, two bad in Ohio were arrested Saturday, accused of trying to abduct a realtor who was waiting to show a home. According to police, a 54-year-old female realtor told police she was waiting to show a home on the street when two men drove up in a silver SUV. Police said that the driver asked the woman for her business card. When she handed it over, the driver allegedly grabbed her by the arm, police said, and tried to pull her into the SUV. She told the police that the man in the passenger seat yelled, get her in and let's go. The woman struggled with the driver and broke free, then got into her vehicle and locked her doors as the two men drove away. Now, Carl, that's terrifying, but it's even more terrifying when you see those two fucking guys. Did you see the picture of them? I did. There are two human sacks of fucking potatoes. Yes. Yeah. They, they make Dennis Hassert look like he was in shape. Okay. Yeah. I was thinking the same thing. These guys are pretty creepy looking, but I, I the think one dude has a kerchief around his neck, like a shitty Chris Jericho.
0: <laughs> Everything's
1: wrestling with you today. It is. <laughs>
0: I think this is yet another unintended consequence of the COVID nineteen lockdown. What else are these guys gonna do? They they wanted to go to an Indians game, they wanna to go to a concert. There's nothing to do. They're just sitting around like, What are we gonna do today? I'm like, I don't know, abduct a realtor? I, what else? What else can you do these days? I
1: mean, these two looked disgusting. If I were her, I would have been like, Keep driving, dude. Yeah, I don't Back know why you have a trailer business park. card. Yeah, this person's not buying a house anytime soon. I mean they identified the suspects as Michael W.B. Evans. W. W. B. <laughs> W.B. <W-w-w-b- laughs> Wide birth Evans. <laughs> 37 of Henrietta Township and David J. Helton, 45 of Vermillion, were both charged with third degree felony abduction and first degree misdemeanor assault. That's a weird conversation to have with your buddy. Be like, mm,
0: you know what I'm thinking we should do today? What if we just kidnapped someone and, I don't know, maybe raped
1: her in the van a little bit? I mean, I'm just joking. Oh, Oh, you're down with that? They, okay, I'm kind of not joking. This lady was 54 years old, too. Right. It's not like they tried to grab, like, the little hot 22-year-old just trying to start in the business.
0: Yeah, if if they would just, like, go jogging every now and then, they might be able to, like, pick up an actual 54-year-old woman. Do, and fuck do, her out. do you know? Yeah, exactly. With, her, with their permission. <laughs> you
1: know what? I guess the logic had to be here. They were like no 22-year-old is going to get near this car.
0: Yeah, well, yeah, that's... They probably I mean, tried. If
1: I was drawing a picture of this car, yeah. just from looking at the image of these two guys, I would have stink lines above it. <laughs> just <the> little flies. <laughs> yeah. Oh, they look so stinky. Yep. All right, ready for our last creep this week? Let's do it. Uh, I got to be honest with you. My favorite thing is when criminals incriminate themselves. Like, when they get into the, the conversations with police and they just totally fucking give the game away because yep. they can't handle it. Uh, Crawfordsville, Indiana police said Michael parks arrived at the department on Thursday, August 20th to report his wife. Hope parks had disappeared two days earlier on the 18th after an argument parks claimed his wife threw her wedding ring and keys at him, then left in a car with someone else. Okay. If that's the case, why the fuck are you at the police department? (laughs) While he's reporting her missing,
0: which that wouldn't be a missing person if someone decides to leave you right. for another man. Well, exactly. They're right.
1: So they're like, if I'm a cop and this person comes <laughs> in and tells a story, yeah, I, my head tilts to the side a little and I go, <laughs> well, she doesn't like you anymore. Yeah. Listen, sometimes other adults find other adults that they'd rather have <laughs> yeah. sex with than you. And he said he rep- repeatedly tried to call her, and. Um, She wouldn't respond. (laughs) Of course. And uh, he decided to report her missing because she didn't talk to him after she supposedly left with another person. On that same Thursday, investigators searched the couple's home. Now, would the police have searched the home if this idiot didn't fucking show up at the police department and say a word?
0: Yes, because eventually someone would be like, where is your wife? What happened? She left with another dude on the 18th.
1: Yeah. That's the answer.
0: Yeah, but it would have gotten tough when none of her
1: friends or family heard from her. Stick to the story. Yeah. Stick to the story. Well, maybe also clean up a little better. Yeah, clean, uh,
0: clean up is the problem here. Investigators
1: searched the couple's home and found dried blood in the hallway, blood in the garage, and a bloody shoe print. They obtained a search warrant for the rest of the home. Montgomery County Sheriff Deputies found a woman's headless body in the residence. Oh, they found her body? So they didn't lose all hope? That's not all <laughs> <laughs> You're on fire today, yeah, Carl. Thanks, buddy. Well, here's the other fun part: uh, they did not lose all hope because they found her severed head buried <laughs> in the cellar. Yep. Investigators also found a 22 caliber rifle and ammunition inside the home, and found a trail of blood droppings in the yard and a 22 shell casing. A uh, phone police believe Blonde to Hope Parks was found inside a bedroom safe. An autopsy determined that Whole Parks had been shot in the back of the head. She also suffered blunt force trauma to her chest and extremities. The medical examiner found the remains were positively identified through fingerprints and dental records. Uh, family also made an identification.
0: What kind of sick shit is that? Yeah, that's they, a whole, they,
1: whole lot of fucking anger right there.
0: No, 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 no. They figured out who she was fingerprints and dental records like yeah this is definitely hope and then they also got the family to go over like what,
1: what hey let's go let's go let's visit your headless sister i bet you what they did is they didn't even make him go to the police station they just drove over there with the bag and a plan with the head in a bag yeah they're just like hey S- is this, this her? your sister
0: is this her? <laughs> why would they need to do that why are they getting the family involved in this i thought that detail was fucking preposterous yeah <laughs> There's a lot of preposterous things here. Right. An
1: additional search of Parks home on Friday turned up a blue tarp with stains that appeared to be consistent with blood. Police also believe Parks used it to transport his wife's body. To where? That's what I don't understand. Transport her body to where? He killed her in the fucking house. There's blood everywhere. Right. There's bloody shoe prints. Her body's in the fucking house. The head is buried in the basement. Right. What is this fucking tarp about? Uh investigators also found additional hair and plastic bags containing blood-covered rags in a hole in the cellar floor
0: it's obviously the guy's first time ever murdering his wife yeah he's this really guy bad at it. fucking
1: he's rookie gonna, he's gonna rookie. need a lot more
0: practice if he's gonna get this right and what mistakes did you make come on michael you know what are the you gonna thing do next this, time
1: if you threw her head off a fucking bridge
0: I don't want a Monday morning quarterback this one,
1: yeah. but a lot of different ways this could have gone down. It would have been a lot better. You you could have just not had the body at your house. The, you could have cleaned up shit. Dude! You could have also... A bloody footprint? You couldn't get the fucking... The... Swiffer? The swiffer fucking out. Swiffer out? <laughs> you could have get a quicker picker-upper? But, that he took with you? anything he did use to clean rags and shit. He put it into a plastic bag and put it in a hole in the basement? Yeah. This guy's You ever heard up. of a fire? You ever heard of a fire bed, you moron?
0: Michael Park sucks. You I never suck even, at murder, sir. I've never even murdered my wife, and I would have done a better job than this guy. I know that for a fact. I gotta be
1: honest with you, I hate cleaning. So, you oh,
0: know. Oh, that's right. You'd be like, she usually cleans this shit up. Fuck! Hope! <laughs> Hope! Hope! <laughs> Now who's making the mess around here, Hope? <laughs> now who's making the mess?
1: Oh, God damn it. So that's our scum parade this week. Oh, my he's God. He's being held in charge with murder and held without Dude, mail.
0: all right. So I know that this is a category that people are, are interested in because I, I see it on all the sites. This incest thing. This mom. Go back to that. Yeah. This is so disturbing. This mom and son thing. Yeah. Have you ever seen one of those videos where they make out? Is that the grossest part of that story? When it just led to sex because they started making out. Like, that's the bad part. I don't care that they fucked. Making out they should be thrown in jail for 20 years for that.
1: Carl, all the videos are usually like, it's the stepmom.
0: Right. It's, it's not, not even the, the real, real mom. mom. Right. And they still don't make out because it's gross.
1: Yeah, the whole situation here, the fact that this guy didn't seem nervous or like upset, he was just, ah, she caught me. Like you- it's such a fucking crazy town story. The guy's forty-three years old, he's playing
0: video games, <laughs> and then his mom comes in and he gets horny. That's that's an
1: amazing story. That poor wife, man. She needs to work on herself, esteem. You're killing all those those what what are those fucking little guys in Mario? What are those little fuck the little mushroom kill all the little mushrooms, honey? Yeah. You kill those mushrooms the best. Yuck. Mm-hmm. Yuck. Mm-hmm. Yuck. mm-hmm. That's the creep off. Don't forget to vote at creep off pod and leave us a voicemail this week. We need better voicemails than Prep Boy Rick. Five eight five three seven one eight one zero eight. Yep.
0: And when you do vote at creep off pod on Twitter, make sure to vote for
1: Carl and Wide Stance Larry Craig. I would vote for uh the pedophile that was third in line to be the president. That's just my opinion. All right. Creepiest Democrat, so I guess it's uh Nice to be important. It's more important to be nice, Vinny. Good
3: gear.
0: I totally fucked up my uh, my room drop. Score from, Score from the bottom. I had the wrong setup for it, and I didn't trigger it right. That was bad. Way to go. Oh,
2: You know what would have been funnier? Tonight, is, one of Hassard's alleged victims identified. This young man, Steve Reinbold, the student manager for Hassard's high school restaurant. All right, all right. Enough, your enough of, of your propaganda. In this 1970 yearbook great right-hand man.
0: And you know what I should have said would have been funnier is if I said Larry Craig had a press conference in which he sang this song.
3: I freaking hate vaginas.
0: Really missed an opportunity there, buddy
1: You know, Carl, yeah, he, I could have also just uh, uh, played this for uh, Denny Hasser.
3: Ain't only raping <laughs> children. My. <laughs> All
1: right.